It is so nice to have Cole Anthony back. It is so nice to see the Magic win a game. It's so nice to see so many of these things. But the thing that won the Magic game is not the thing you're thinking of. Or maybe it is. I don't know. But we're going to talk about what went behind the Magic's game against the Denver Nuggets and why it's actually pretty important, especially if they can carry it forward heading into this road trip. Let's get to it. It's a Thursday edition of Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando magic podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed locked on magic. Today is December 2nd, 2021. My name is Philip Ross. I'm Mike. I'm the expert insight editor over at orlandomagicdaily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. On today's episode of Locked on Magic, we will break down and recap the Orlando Magic's win over the Denver Nuggets. A big win um, with a lot of big moments in it. We'll talk about, about how the Magic pulled out the victory and why it's something they can carry forward uh, into this road trip coming up. We'll get to all that coming up here in just a moment. But before we do that, I do want to thank you all for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. Whether we're your lunchtime listen, your first listen of the day, your at-work listen, wherever, whenever, however you listen to us, we truly do appreciate you making Locked On Magic part of your day every single day. Um, we're available on all podcasting platforms as well as streaming on YouTube. Check us out wherever you download podcasts. Today's podcast is brought to you by Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Scaling your business is a journey of endless possibility. So start now at shopify.com slash locked on NBA. That's all lowercase. The copy tells me to say that. Shopify.com slash locked on NBA. So th- this 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 podcast will be split up into our three parts. Um, I'm going to recap the game. I'm going to tell you exactly how it went down. Uh, we're going to break down the box score, and then we'll tell you why the Magic put themselves in this position to win. Um, because there were a lot of really good moments. Um, a, Cole Anthony was back from injury. Um, that's that's a good thing, and certainly it played a huge role. As Cole Anthony just has such, you know, as far as, a, I mean, I, A, the Magic don't have any other point guards at this point, but B, just just he has a really good command of the game. Um, you know, the team is settled down. They understand where they're going and what they're doing when he is in the game. Um, and, and obviously he has the clutch gene. He has that eye and that knack for scoring. Uh, and, and that makes this team so much more of a threat. Um, there was front, you know, when, when the Nuggets realized that Cole Anthony was going off in the fourth quarter, they switched Aaron Gordon onto him. Ultimate compliment, ultimate compliment. Um, but Orlando then turned to Franz Wagner. And Franz Wagner made so many big plays um, on both ends of the floor, whether it's a deflection on an on a, on a, on a outlet pass, whether it's um, a defense, he blocked Nikola Jokic on one play. Um, but in, in the final two minutes of the game, or final three minutes of the game, roughly, uh, Franz Wagner had two really big offensive plays. He drove in on the, on the basket and hit, hit a layup over Jokic. Um, and then on a pick and roll, noticing the defense was dropping, was falling back on him. He dribbled his way back to the three-point line and hit a big three. Hit a, hit a, hit a tie-breaking three that gave the Magic their first lead of the game. From there, the defense did its job. And the defense was a huge, 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 huge 
Huge factor in this game. The defense did its job and held off uh, Denver to get the win. A really, really nice win. A really, really big win for Orlando. That, of course, was not how things felt in the first half. And and, and, and it deserves that mention. Uh, in the first half, the Magic looked lost. They looked... They played without energy. Um, Any time, you know, Cole Anthony was definitely still feeling his way out after not after not playing for a few weeks after missing the last six games. Um, the Magic looked really poor, looked really bad. It looked like it was going to be another blowout. That the Nuggets coming off their big win over Miami, they're just going to come in and run the Magic out of the gym. Aaron Gordon was dunking on fools. Uh, Jokic was just picking whatever pass he wanted. The defense was just not engaged at all. And while Orlando was able to keep the game relatively close. Uh, Surprisingly, thanks to the team's bench, um, while the Magic was able to keep the game close, um, the end of the second quarter proved to be a, a really big moment. Um, Denver was able to extend their lead out to 16 um, by halftime after leading by roughly eight, nine points, maybe 10, eight, somewhere between eight and 12 points uh, for much of the second quarter. Uh, again, most nights, that would probably be it. That would probably be the end of the game. Down 16 at the half with this team and their offensive struggles. Not to mention their kind of defensive struggles or their, their lack of attention to detail on defense sometimes. Um, it, there was no indication the Magic were going to have the kind of game that they turned in on this one. But kudos to the Magic for the fight back. They got it going early in the in the third quarter to get back into the game. Um, the bench did really well, especially Moritz Wagner did a really good job cutting down the lane, getting open spots, being available in pick and rolls, just doing every little thing that you want to see them do. Just doing every little itty-bitty thing um, to propel this team forward and propel the group forward the way that they, they need to be propelled, the way that they need to, to play and the way that they need to, to kind of interact with the world. The Magic went out and won this game uh, on their defense as much as anything else, giving up 40 points in the, in the second half. We're going to talk more about that coming up in a bit. But Orlando just kept fighting. Um, and, you know, we hear Jamal Mosley say so many times, so often, this team's character is its resilience. They fight back. They they don't give up. They keep coming at you. They keep attacking. They keep playing hard. And for the most part, I feel like that's true. Um, I do think that is a, an essential character of this team. Um, they just sometimes don't do well enough to overcome some of the diff- some of the inconsistencies that they have, some of the uh, struggles that they have to 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 to, to be in the moment. To, to withstand runs, to, to limit runs when they can, to, to execute in general. Uh, but or, again, Orlando stuck with it. They kept fighting, they kept clawing, and they found their way back in the game. A lot of guys deserve credit. Again, I thought Franz Wagner was very good. His brother Moritz Wagner, very good. Cole Anthony, very good. Wendell Carter's defense on Nikola Jokic was incredible. Terrence Ross looked like the human torch again. It's been rare sightings of the human torch this year. Um Jumo Kiki had some really nice plays too, actually. Everyone made a contribution to help the team get the win. Um, it it was it was a, a solid and and strong effort. Uh, and, and and this is exactly how the Magic need to play, uh, to be frank. Um, that's that's the kind of the big takeaway. But Orlando, at the end of the day, you got to make plays. Um, and you know, having the confidence to make plays late in the game, Cole Anthony gives that to this team. Um, you know, Franz Wagner, he just makes so many good plays throughout the course of a game. Um, you know, again, it's it's really hard to just describe it. You watch him, and he's in the right spot almost every time. And if he's not there, he's busting his butt to get there. 
um, and he's going to get a deflection or, or be in a position. Um, you know, RJ Hampton, I think, deserves some special mention. His on-ball defense really set the tone for that second unit to really complete this comeback, to make the team, to get the team all the way back in this game. The Magic obviously still have a lot of work to do and a long way to go to be the team that they want to be. Um, and 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 again, this season is is going to be a lot of struggle. But nights like Wednesday night, uh, you know, against a good Denver team, I know they're struggling a little bit with injuries. I know Jokic is still just coming back. Um, they're 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 facing a lot of inconsistencies, even against a team like Denver. Um, these are the kind of wins that this this Magic team needs. This, these are the kind of wins that are essential for a young team to show that this process, this idea that they have, is working. That's that's the truth. That they, they need these kinds of wins. They need these kinds of games. Um, but obviously, it's just one game, and and the key now is to carry it forward. And I think that's going to be one of the bigger challenges. The, the Orlando Magic defeat the Denver Nuggets. 109 or 108 to 103, just playing absolutely stellar basketball after a 29-15 first quarter. Again, the Magic just looked dead in the water after the first quarter. They really fought hard to get back into this game, trailing by 16 at the half. They outscored the Nuggets 61 to 40 in the second half, 32 to 20 in the third, 29-20 in the fourth. Again, just proof this team can do it. And they did it without shooting threes. I think that's a really important note. Now, Magic just makes six three-pointers in the game. Just, that's 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 huge to be able to win without making three-pointers. And, and you got to really applaud the Magic, their willingness to attack the paint, their willingness to try and continue to, to create good shot opportunities. Orlando went out and did their best to win this game. We'll go through the final box score coming up here in just a moment. We'll talk a little bit more about why this game can be something the team carries forward. But first, a quick word from our pals at Shopify. Um, look, the sound of another sale is clearly music to your ears. It's music to everyone's ears. And Shopify is the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. In case you don't know, Shopify is a complete commerce platform that lets you start, grow, and manage business. Subscription-based software allows anyone to set up an online store and sell their products. Shopify store owners can also sell in physical locations using Shopify POS, their point-of-sale app, and accompanying hardware. Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big businesses. So upstart startups and established businesses alike can sell anywhere. Synchronize online and in-person sales and effortlessly stay informed. Scaling your business is a journey of endless possibility, and Shopify helps you make your entrepreneurial dreams come true. I love how Shopify has the tools and resources to make it easy for any business to succeed from down the street to around the globe. It powers more than 1.7 million businesses from first sale to full scale, reaching customers online and across social networks with an ever-growing suite of channel integrations and apps, including Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, and more. It allows you to gain insights as you grow with detailed reporting of conversion rates, profit margins, and beyond. So go to shopify.com slash LockedOnNBA, all lowercase for a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash LockedOnNBA right now. Shopify.com slash LockedOnNBA. Today's podcast also brought to you by our pals at Truebill. Do you know why free trials renew without your consent? It's a business scam out to get you. They know you're going to forget about them. They know 
that that thing's going to show up on, on your bill every month and you're going to ignore. Don't let greedy corporations pocket your money. Download Truebill to take control of your subscriptions today. Truebill is a new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need, want, or simply forgot about. On average, people save up to $720 per year with Truebill. Because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel, Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap. And your Truebill concierge is there when you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions so you don't have to. Truebill has more than 2 million users and help them save more than $100 million. Don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. Go, go right now, Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. It could save you thousands a year. Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. We want to thank you again for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day, whether you're listening to us um, first thing when we come out in the mornings, uh, whether you're listening to us at lunch, your workout, your break, whenever. We truly appreciate you making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. We're available on all podcasting platforms as well as streaming on YouTube. Go subscribe to our YouTube channel, especially with the West Coast trip coming up and some late night games. We may be doing some pregame shows, some live pregame shows. Um, so feel free to join us for those. We're really excited about the potential of this tech, uh, potential of having YouTube and the potential of interacting with you directly. So definitely subscribe to our YouTube channel as well. You'll also get my instant post-game reactions uh, on there for um, for weekday games at least. Uh, um, so you can get kind of the, the quick hit of what happened in every game, my quick analysis of every game as well. So definitely check that out um, as well. But let's go through the final box scores. Your line of magic defeat the Denver Nuggets 108 to 103. Um, again, what, what, what can I, what can we really say about Cole Anthony? 24 points, 10 for 21 shooting, just one for five from beyond the arc magic. Again, only hit six, three pointers. No player hit more than one, um, eight rebounds, seven assists, one turnover. Magic only had 13 turnovers in this game. Really solid effort on that. Uh, look, Cole Anthony, um, Cole Anthony, it just makes this team work. Uh, you know, I, I, I hate to say it. It's no, no offense to Jalen Suggs. He's a rookie. We're not even sure if he's really a point guard at this point. Um, you know, I think there's definitely a, a, a current in the fan base that just feels like he just he should just play the two, um, and, and that that should be his position. Uh, I don't think point guard skills are a bad thing for him to learn. And again, I, I pointed this out it, um, uh, after Jalen Suggs' injury was announced on Monday. Um, I, I would note that Cole Anthony didn't look this good last year. Cole Anthony honestly looked a lot like the way Jalen Suggs is looking, and, and I think we could all see Jalen Suggs is a lot more talented. You know, no offense to Cole. Jalen Suggs is a lot more talented than Cole. He's doing a lot more things as a rookie than Cole was, um, including uh, even even with both of them being thrown into the fire the way that they were. Um, but I, I still think that, I, I, I think, you know, I don't, I think Jalen Suggs could very easily have the kind of, uh, kind of uh, uh, advancement in his second year that Cole Anthony's had. So stay patient with Jalen Suggs. Don't definitely don't give up on him. Uh, you know, I think, I think he'll come back from this injury a lot better to being able to watch games uh, and kind of see it slow down a little bit, a little bit. So I, I again, I, I think there, there are some, there is something there, but Cole Anthony just makes this team work. Um, the offense flows a lot better. He's just got this aggressive mindset. He has this 
this, that he's efficient. Like defenses have to worry about him. Defenses have to recognize that he is a scorer. And, and, and they don't do that with Jalen Suggs. They don't do that really with any other player on the roster. And so when the ball's in Cole Anthony's hands, there's that little bit of unpredictability um, that keeps the defense on its toes. And more and more and more and more, Cole Anthony just makes the right play. In fact, he was too passive in the first quarter. In the first quarter, Cole Anthony was one for four, two points, one assist. Again, I don't want him shooting a ton. I don't mind him taking 20 shots. I think that's you know probably a little bit under that mark would probably be better. Um, just to keep the shot distribution, um, you know, pretty wide, uh, you know, Wendell Carter's only taking 11 shots. Gary Harris took 10. Everyone else was under, under 10 field goals, a very slow paced game as Denver's one of the slower paced teams in the league. Um, but, but Cole Anthony just makes everything work, just makes everything go, makes everything kind of function the way that it needs to function. And it's no wonder that the magic are better with Cole Anthony on the floor. Again, that little bit of unpredictability uh, with his offense. Um, he knows, you know, honestly, like his best thing so far this year is he know he's not forcing his offense very much. It feels natural. He knows and picks his spots to be aggressive and look for his shot. When the team needs a bucket uh, and he knows that he could set it up, set one up for himself in rhythm, he takes it, he makes it, and the team kind of settles down a little bit. Uh, that, that's, that's really good point guard stuff. Um, Obviously, there's still a lot of work to do. There's still a lot more for Cole to learn. He can be a better distributor. He can be a better playmaker, but he is getting really good at that stuff too. Um, so you really cannot, again, Cole Anthony is just such, he's not a star yet. I, I'm not going to go there, but he is a stud at the very least. And he's had such a strong, strong year. Coming back from a two, two, two and a half week absence, um, nearly three week absence, and putting out this kind of game, just really impressive, especially in the fourth quarter. Showed no signs of fatigue. He played 36 minutes, nearly 37 minutes. No signs of fatigue. He he really did his job in this one. Franz Wagner uh, continues to play really well. Eight, 15 points, 6 for 9 shooting. Hit the 1-3, the big one that gave the Magic the lead for good. The game-winning 3. Also added 5 assists, had a block, 3 steals, made up for 3 turnovers as well. Again, I, I said this earlier. Franz Wagner is in the right spot every single time. Um, you know, I literally made, sent that tweet and then bumped it back up. Um, this kid is really impressive. Uh, you know, again, it, it's not the scoring numbers, it's not any of that. He scores, he is really good, he's a really good ball handler for a player his size. Um, he's also got just really good pace. He knows how to keep guys on his hip, keep guys on his back, um, you know, kind of keep an advantage over them, uh, even though he's not like a super athlete. Um, and, and just, just makes a lot of smart plays and he does not hold the ball too long. He does not, he, he, he takes what the defense is giving them and giving him and he can just beat it. That play where he hit the three pointer, that was pure. The defense was staring him to step back and take that three, just challenging him to do that. And, and, and again, it, it would have been the right play for him to come back three point line and reset or send the ball out to someone else or try and move the ball. But that's not what the defense gave him. The defense dared him to shoot the three, and he shot it with confidence. Um, you know, we could say a lot about this team. They get blown out a lot. They haven't been a lot of close games. I am oddly very, very confident when this team gets into close games in the fourth quarter. Um, they, they've they've been a good fourth quarter team. They've posed a lot of games really strong, and that's a, that's a testament to the resilience. It's a testament to also they've been in a lot of blowouts. But you look at the games that have been close. Minnesota game. You know, Magic run, rush shot in the fourth quarter, make a bunch of big plays. The New York win, Magic make a bunch of big plays in the fourth quarter. The 
lost to Toronto. Orlando goes on an 11-0 run to make that a game, give themselves a chance to win. Uh, you, Utah game, Orlando just blows the doors open in the fourth quarter. Uh, I, I, th- I honestly, I really think this team should ha- has should have a reputation around the league at this point. That if this game is a close game in the fourth quarter, you are in a fight. You are in a huge, huge fight, and it's because of players like Franz Wagner who. You know, you put him in this, you put him in a winning situation. I mean, this was the thing about Franz Wagner. When he came into the league, everyone thought, oh, he's going to make a good team better. And the question, and this was a question I had, was can he make a bad team better? And obviously that answer is probably yes, but will he have the same effect on a team that's going to struggle to win? Um, But the fact of the matter is, the best we've seen from Franz Wagner this year has come in close games. He makes this team better, obviously. But in winning situations, in winning time, he delivers huge as well. And I don't think we should take that for granted. I think that that is something that is an absolute, that is becoming an absolute fact. Wendell Carter, 18 points, 8 for 11 shooting, 8 rebounds for him. Um, didn't do, uh, obviously had 18 points. Um, so he was able to kind of find find wedges in the defense. Um, he's able to, he, he, he takes contact. But Wendell Carter deserves a lot of credit for his defense. Um did a great job on Joel Embiid on Monday. Did a great job on Nikola Jokic on Wednesday. Um, that is not easy to do back-to-back. He was willing to take contact. Um, he was willing to be physical with, with Jokic. Um, just, was a, just was a wall. Jokic could not get past him, could not kind of bowl him over and push him around. Carter Carter did such a good job defensively. And obviously, whenever you're guarding a guy like Jokic, and, and Jokic had a really good game, 18 points, 7 for 19 shooting, 15 rebounds, 7 assists, 5 turnovers. Um Oh, a plus two. He's the only only player for the Nuggets with a positive plus minus. So uh, it, it may not seem like Wendell Carter did a good job defensively, but late in that game, they kept trying to go to Jokic. And obviously there's some doubling, there's some stunting, there's some trapping going on to try and get the ball out of his hands. Um, but at every turn, whenever, whenever Jokic tried to attack the basket, Carter was there stonewalling him. And I do mean that stonewalling him, just keeping him out of the lane and keeping him from getting where he wanted to go. Just a just a really, really fun defensive effort, really, really fun defensive game from Wendell Carter. Notables off the bench, Mortz Wagner, 12 points, five for 18 shoot, or five for eight shooting, not five for 18. Um, made some huge shots in the fourth quarter. Terrence Ross, 10 points, four for seven shooting. So an efficient shooting game for Terrence Ross for a change. Um, was one for three from beyond the arc. That was on a foul. Um, was one for two from the foul line as well. And there's free throw struggles there. 14 for 19, which isn't bad, but. Still a little bit of a struggle there. Um, Orlando, again, shoots 54.3% from the floor, one of the better f- field goal percentages of the game of the season. A lot of that coming in the paint. 66 points in the paint, 33 for 47 in the paint. So only 11 field goals made outside of the paint. Six of them were three-pointers. So six for 27 from beyond the arc. Hard to win games. Shooting that poorly from three. Shooting that those few attempts of three. Orlando was really doing a good job attacking the basket, using that to generate their offense. Denver turns the ball over 15 times for 11 points. Orlando scores 10 fast break points. Aaron Gordon has returned to Orlando, 17 points, 7 for 12 shooting, 8 rebounds. Had a really, really good game. Um, Gordon was a handful for the Magic. Just The Magic's too big lineup with Bomb and Carter. Did not know how to handle him early. The Nuggets tore apart their zone defense. It wasn't pretty, um, but Orlando did find a way eventually. Nikola Jokic with 18. Monte Morris, mid-range sniper, 22 points, 10 for 15 shooting. Uh, but Denver unable to hit from outside. 10 for 34, including Will Barton's three that maybe he was fouled on by Gary Harris. 
um, but a big three from Will Barton uh, that missed that gave Orlando the win. The Orlando Magic defeat the Denver Nuggets 108-103. to We'll talk about why this game that can, that can carry forward for the Orlando Magic coming up here in just a moment. But first, a quick word from our pals at Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered all season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football season continues to march to the playoffs. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to their new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code LOCKED ON to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of the, all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season today. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. The Magic's first half was was really bad. Not no way to beat around it. It was it was it was really really bad. The team played with no energy, no physicality, no confidence, no push offensively. Denver just did whatever they wanted to do. Jokic got in the middle of that zone, right smack dab at the nail at the free throw line, and just passed it to whoever he wanted to pass it to. Aaron Gordon behind the zone, Monte Morris on the perimeter. Will Barton, it didn't matter. Jeff Green, it, it it did matter. It did not matter. And obviously that's that that's kind of what we've expected from this Magic team during the seven-game losing streak. Um, was Orlando got hit hard, got punched in the face, and game over. That's it. That's uh obviously. Not going to be something that's sustainable. That's not something that we want to see from this Magic team. And, and while, again, wins and losses are not the judge of success this season, we want to see the team make progress. We want to see the team develop and establish an identity. And, and that remains one of the more elusive and, and more difficult uh, things to find this season is that that identity has not been consistent. That identity has not been there. And Orlando needed a reminder that, that this is not who we're supposed to be. Look, we're, we should be in our sensitive to bad coaching at the beginning of rebuilds. Jacques Vaughn, you know, again, I think he will be a fine coach. Um, he's obviously watched on with as an assistant with the Brooklyn Nets. Really trusted guy. Did a great job as the interim coach of the, of the Nets um, in the bubble, um, you know, in that season after Kenny Atkinson left. He was not ready and was not the right coach, or, or, or Rob Hennigan did not have the right approach to how that first rebuild should it should have gone. And so, yes, we are and should be sensitive to the coach. The coach has to has to keep the right message. And I think generally Jamal Mosley's been a positive guy trying to find little victories, trying to find ways to keep this team growing. But at the end of the day, we need to see the results on the court. And while I think it'll be clearer what those results are when everybody's healthy. Um, we need to see, again, the goal for the season, see the outline of what this team's going to be, what this team wants to be on both ends of the floor. And there, there are some outlines, but they haven't been consistent yet. Again, young teams, yada, 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 yada. Jamal Mosley's not in danger of losing his job this year. They're not, they're not that bad. Um, but still, 
just mostly faced a lot of questions and he deserves credit for coaching a really strong game Wednesday. And part of that was kind of keeping the same temper, apparently in the locker room, keeping the same temper, keeping this, you know, keeping this, you know, not, not getting into the guys, not yelling at the guys, but gently nudging and reminding them, this is who we are. We've got to be in the ball defensively. We've got to, we've got to be a better defensive team. You got to take pride on that end. These these can't. I mean, these, this has been a consistent message that even that players have repeated. But they needed the the nudging. They needed the challenge to be that team. Uh, as the Valley Sports Florida broadcast uh, noted, Jamal Mosley challenged R.J. Hampton to be into the ball more, to to be more of a disruptive presence at that point guard position. And yes, that was a huge factor. That was a big deal. Because his defense in the third quarter helped this comeback happen. Helped the Magic get over that final step. Or helped the Magic keep the boat steady. Because frankly, with that bench unit, it's more about keeping the boat steady, keeping keeping everything level, than it is about making up ground. Because that bench unit struck. I mean, this is the bench's best game of the year, perhaps. That challenge, though, is really important. And, 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 if that, and that's the way that Mosley's going to motivate guys. That's... That's a personal challenge, an individual challenge. Go make this happen for your team. Then, yes, he is probably the right coach for the moment, for right now, and for helping build this team up and build the confidence in the kind of system they want to run. But this is also how the Magic need to play. They needed a game that showed them this is who we are. Now, you'd like to see a 48-minute effort rather than a 24-minute effort, but those 24 minutes are pretty powerful. The second half against the Denver Nuggets was perhaps best defense the Magic had played all season long. Denver scores just 40 points, shoots 41.2% from floor. They're 5 for 19 from beyond the arc. 10 turnovers for 9 Magic points. Orlando has 8 fast break points, 3 for 4 on fast breaks, or 4 for 10 for the game, um, and 38 points in the paint. Orlando scores 19 of their 24 field goals in the paint and 38 of their 61 points in the paint. Orlando does make 4 three-pointers. In that second half. This is who the Magic want to be. They want to be a tough defensive team. They want to be a team that locks you down. That creates offense off their defense. That gets their energy from their defense. And so often it's been the opposite. That the Magic miss shots. They miss shots. They struggle offensively. Their defensive attention detail goes down. That's what happened the first half. Or they settle for three-pointers. They don't move the ball. The defense has to be the energy. And what happened in this game Wednesday, what is so replicable, what is so much about who this team wants to be, is the defense led the way. And if the defense is leading the way, the Magic have a chance to beat almost anybody. They nearly beat Brooklyn that way. They have the chance to beat almost anybody if they play this way. Orlando, like I said, there is there is confidence with, for this team if they're in the game. Um, if they're in a late game, uh, this team believes they can beat anybody. And again, late game situations are coin tosses. They understand that. It's just about getting there. And the way they're going to get there is through their defense. It's not pretty. It's not you know kind of the glamorous thing in the league right now. The Magic still need better and more consistent offensive weapons. I, I don't necessarily blame guys for getting some of their energy from, from their defense. 
are from their offense. I don't necessarily blame guys for that. You want to see the ball go through the basket. That makes everything easy. But defense makes that easier too. And if you're committed defensively, if you're committed to defending hard, to defending the way that the team wants to defend, then you have a chance to beat anybody. Defense really does win for this team. I want to thank everyone again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, find us on Twitter at Locked on Magic. Subscribe to the podcast and Apple Podcasts. Search your tune in Himalaya, Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all the fun places to download podcasts for your podcast and your listening device. You can also stream us as well on YouTube where we put most of our episodes. Some episodes don't make it there, but most episodes also streaming on YouTube. This finished or not because my microphone disconnected for some reason. I apologize to everyone who listened, who watched on YouTube and did not get this wonderful uh, finishing note that I, that I give. Um... Now that you're done listening to us, be sure to listen to the Locked On Bets podcast. Um, Lee Sterling and your boy Q provide expert analysis and insight for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets is your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Be sure to check it out. It's free and available on all platforms. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. For Orlando Magic, the only Locked On Magic. This has been Philip Ross and Mike. We'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked On Magic.